Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. a young person He spoke to me and said my child, you are mine You must work and you must breathe Do you know the secret of prosperity? Seek ye first the kingdom of God And all these things that people seek for I will give them all to you I'll go where I have to go Reach what I have to preach Have the maximum impact, yeah I'll go where I have to go Reach what I have to preach Have the maximum impact, yeah Blessed is the man who God chooses and he calls us to approach. You shall be satisfied with the good of thy house and of thy holy temple. Oh, one thing have I desired of the Lord, that one thing would I seek for, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord and behold the beauty of the Lord. I'll go where I have to go, preach what I have to preach, have the maximum impact, yeah. I'll go where I have to go, preach what I have to preach, have the maximum impact, yeah. Do you know the secret of prosperity? the kingdom of God and all these things people seek for I will give them all to you
Just said the Lord your God and he shall bless He shall bless the bread you eat He shall also bless the water that you drink I am the Lord that he loved thee He shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless A blessing for all those who serve He shall take away sickness from your midst The number of your days he will fulfill Say I'll go where I have to go I'll preach what I have to preach Have the maximum impact, yeah Oh, I'll go where I have to go I'll preach what I have to preach Have the maximum impact, yeah Declare that I'll go where I have to go I will preach what I have to preach I will have the maximum impact, yeah Lift your hands and say together for the choir. Please, shepherds, come back. Worship team, hallelujah. Please, let's be on our feet. People have sung, we have heard the, the stars come to sing, but we are going to sing together as a church. Hallelujah. Are we excited about that? Please tell your neighbor, I want to be a favorite child. Child. Tell your neighbor again, I want to be a favorite child. I want to be a favorite child. Hallelujah. You're going to learn and then worship together. Hallelujah. So the, the verse is, I love you, Jesus, Lord. I want to follow you. The lyrics are here so you can sing. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to be your favorite child. So let's sing together. I love you, Jesus, Lord. I love you, Jesus, Lord. I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to be. I want to be your favorite child. Again. I love you, Jesus, Lord. I love you, Jesus, Lord. I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to serve you, Jesus. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to be. I want to be your favorite child. The second verse. I want to please you, Lord. 
This world is so very dark Everything is not what it seems to be But I want to be your favorite child So let's take the second verse I want to I want to please you
available very soon we're going to set up a stand maybe the next week where you can get the songs they're available the lyrics are also available so get the when i say lyrics i mean words get it learn the song these are now our songs as a church do you understand what i'm saying <laughs> these are our hymns do you see what i'm saying are they nice songs or not how many of you didn't know that they were so nice until you started trying to learn them? Yes. You see that now when you are washing, you are singing, Lord, I'm coming closer. And I, and I, and you men are also know. <laughs> are you excited to be here this morning? Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have some good news for you. There is a voice that has been missing here for some two weeks. Now, this year, this year we have suffered because this year we have suffered. Yeah, we have suffered, but we have endured it. We have endured it. But I'm happy to announce to you that as the year draws to a close, our father, our pastor, our shepherd is back in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, why don't you make some noise and join me? And let's welcome to this moment, special Edwin.
a joy and a blessing to be yeah. in church today. Yeah. We are so blessed to be called into the house of the Lord. I want you to see your presence in church as a special blessing. That God's people have gathered and you are among them. God has called his people and you are one of the people privileged to be in his house. I think it's a very, 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 very special blessing. Very, 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 very special blessing. Very, very special blessing. And I want you to notice it. Notice it because there is an alternative to this life that you do not want to experience you can have a life and live a life that will not allow you to be among God's people but you would rather be among people who are destroying themselves among the godless so I don't know about you but I see my presence in church today as a very special blessing and whatever price I must pay, whatever I must do to continue to be in this group, I tell you. When I say this group, I don't mean this church. Whether it's an Anglican church when I've traveled to Thailand whether it's a Catholic church when I'm in a place where I can't find the church I would have loved to attend once it's a Catholic church and I can enter it and feel the presence of God it's a special thing for me <laughs> assemblies of God I, I'm, I'm saying that this life you live where you enter a church on a Sunday morning or for many of us on a Saturday evening you enter a church it's not a small thing it's a really big blessing and many times good things are happening to us but we've not noticed them that's why sometimes things are pointed out to you so that you will know and notice that ah so this is something to see it's something to see because you could be this morning among we smokers. You could be this morning. Now maybe maybe it's a bit late. But you could be among people who have done robberies all over the night. And they are now in somebody's house sharing the booty. No, not knowing that in three weeks they will be gunned down on the streets of a city. But God showed mercy on you. God showed mercy on me. We are not among drunkards. We are not among godless fellows. 
but you are among the called of God. The people who love God. I mean, think of it that you love God. Think of it that you are interested in church. Can you clap your hands this morning? And let's appreciate God for church. Church. Whether it is action or assemblies of God or Presbyterian church or Angels Delight or Episcopalian church. What church? Clap your hands that you are you, you, you go to church. Father, we thank you. And this morning we are even more grateful for the blessing of life. And as we fellowship with your word, these few moments, we pray that you will speak to us and guide us through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. What a blessing to come. Last week, by this time, Reverend Akins was preaching powerfully. Clap your hands and let's appreciate him. All these are blessings. Somebody has to point out for you to see that this thing you are looking at is a blessing. This is a blessing. So, Reverend Akins, God bless you. May you keep preaching and keep preaching and keep serving God and keep loving God and keep living for Jesus. I love the hymn that says, Go labor on, spend and be spent. And then you are spent. Because that is the way the master went. That's how Jesus. He spent his life. And was spent. And that is the way. The master went. And if we are servants. Should not we tread that path still? So this morning, I want to thank God for all the people God has blessed us with in this church. Thank God for our lady pastors, our pastors. Let's appreciate God for our pastor, Bishop Corbin. Who was not here last week. And he has not brought a greeting. But it's okay. We love him. Don't we love our pastor? Father, speak to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated, please. You know, these days, when you see me, it means I'm holding a red book. Say the red book. Some have got the green book. Some have got the black book, but I've got the red book. Hallelujah. 
But I'm so excited that my pastor and our father wrote this beautiful book, If You Love the Lord. It's a very, very beautiful and a special book. And uh, the politicians will say, plans are underway. (laughs) Far advanced. Plans are far advanced, actually, to help you get these copies. And uh, I will place this book among the top two. Top two books. Even if there are 1,000 books. Among the top two. Any book that teaches you how to love God is placing you in pole position in your quest for heaven. Jesus was asked which of the commandments is the greatest commandment? And like I said the last time, I thought you would, you would say that all the commandments are great. How dare you place one commandment above the other when all the commandments in Deuteronomy, Exodus, Leviticus have come from the Father. How dare you determine which is the greatest. Go and follow all the commandments. At any point in time, the one you are obeying is the greatest. But that was not Jesus' answer. Apparently, the one posing the question had actually asked the right question. That which of the commandments is is great? And when you look at it in the King James, you may not understand it well. The other translation, the New Living Translation, will give you a better understanding. Um, Which is the most important So apparently, among the commandments of God, there is one that is most important. It's the question one of the exam. And if you fail that question, you fail the paper. Which is the most important? And Jesus answered him. And really, I'm quite surprised that Jesus had an answer. That among all the commandments, truly there was one that was the most important. You should not murder. You should not commit adultery. You must not lie. You must not steal. All these commandments don't covet your neighbor's cow, your neighbor's wife, your beloved's beloved. Your best friends, beloved. She thinks that you are happy for her. That she's marrying in March. Not knowing that you like James. But you are her friend. She's even planning to make you one of her maids of honor. So all this while that you are silent about your beloved... 
not knowing that you have been praying that this relationship should break up. Say, I will not covet, covet my friend's beloved. I will not covet my friend's beloved. Today marks the end of coveting of people's beloveds. Tell your, ask your neighbor, do you have your own? Do you have your own? Clap your hands for Jesus. Well, 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 I was just, this is just a little digression. I'm saying that Jesus had an answer for this man. Wow. So there's actually an important first commandment. And what is it? You must love the Lord. You must love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Did you see the verse I'm reading? You must love the Lord. Yes. You must. You must. So your love for God is not assumed. You cannot assume that you love God. I mean, think about it. You must not lie. You must not murder. That is, murdering is an activity you must not get involved in. So if you see you must love the Lord, it means that loving God is an activity. It's an activity. I mean, God that is there must not be romanced mentally. You must pursue him with love. Neither can you sit there and think that you, you, you love God. You know, it's so easy for a Christian to think, many of, most if not all of us here, if you are to be asked that question, that do you love God? You say you love God. How many of you love God? Yes. Automatic. Automatic. But you've raised your hand to answer a question that is a life that must be practiced. It's not something you must think that because you have a Christian name or because you have a Bible or because you read your Bible or because you gave an offering or because you paid your tithe, you love God. When you are relating with somebody who assumes that because she is or he is what? I don't know. He's a driver. Or he's a school teacher. Or she's a wife. So she laughs. 
Because he's a driver, he loves his car. Because he's the pastor of a church, he loves the church he's pastoring. Are you one of the wives? Yeah. Look at the ring. She's a wife. So, diamond. Because she's a wife, she loves her husband. When you approach life with such simplicity, you receive shocks that end your life before your death. This is my beloved. We are going to marry in March. So she loves me. No, I'm assuming that she loves me. No. Many husbands and wives are lying on one bed. They don't love themselves. Many of them have regretted. Some of them, if they, if they had the opportunity, they will let the, they will let the wife die by the next, by, 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 by New Year. One wife was praying at, at a garden and somebody overheard her saying that, Lord, let it happen this year. What should happen? So, Onale wearing ring, but you'll be surprised that she doesn't love her husband. The fact that you are sitting here doesn't mean that you love God. You are a wicked person masquerading as a lover of God. God never assumes. So even when you are prophesying in his name, healing in his name, building a church in his name, he still doesn't assume that you love him. He's got indicators. So as you are coming with the people you prophesy to and the people you healed and the branches you started, he says to you, I don't know you. Never assume love. Never assume that Mr. and Mrs. Ose love themselves. When you see Bishop and Mrs. Agbelewobe, don't think that Bishop Agbelewobe loves his wife, Mrs. Agbelewobe. Never assume love. So, 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 in Paul's writings, he wrote a letter to his son, Titus, and gave him instructions. And among the instructions, he said, teach the older women. Tell the older women in the services that they teach the younger ones to love their husbands. To be sober, somebody must teach you to be sober. Is there? To love your husband, somebody must teach you to love your husband. Wow. I would have thought that even husbands are some useless people, they are not very important. I would have thought that children, dear, how can you teach a woman to love her children? 
It's automatic. It's a man that she married him for reasons that he himself doesn't know that he has been tricked. <laughs> yes. Used. Just a sperm donor. But as for the children, I would have thought that the children, nine months, nine months, one, nine months, two, nine months, seven months, one, miscarried. Then the fourth nine months came as the third born. And the fifth nine months came as a fourth born. I mean, a woman who has been pregnant, I mean, you don't discuss loving her. She loves her children. But it's not true. Isaiah asked the question, can a woman, oh Jesus, help me. Can a woman with a baby who is sucking her breast, can she forsake the woman? And the answer was, yes. Have you not seen babies dumped at rubbish dumps? Being pregnant for nine months is not a barrier to neglect your child. Teach the woman how to love their children. Beautiful. There are some mothers sitting here. It's just 15 years to come. Your son will slap you and tell you that you didn't love him. Yes, because you have done it to your mother. That's why I can say it as I'm preaching as a pastor holding a Bible that your son will slap you because you have slapped your mother. Listen to me. My advice to you is that stay close to church. What about church? EP church, Anglican church, Lighthouse church, Action church. Be close. Be close to church because it is the only place you will have the opportunity to hear the word of God spoken to you. Not in the bank, not in the university, not in your classroom. Obviously, not in your personal life. Allow yourself to sit somewhere and you can choose that place. You can choose who you want to listen to. Jesus said, be careful what you hear and how you hear. But, but expose yourself to God's word because a day will come your principles will not hold. What you studied in the university would have been revised. The textbook itself will have a fourth edition. You use a second edition. <laughs> but thank God that there is no revision of the instructions of God. There is no revision. Heaven and earth shall pass away. I'm saying, young man, have your money, pass your exam, marry your wife, have your children, build your houses. But every, every week, at least twice, expose yourself to the wisdom of God. Otherwise, you will make a shipwreck of your life. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why you may think I don't have any message to preach. I'm always holding a red book. I need you to understand that you cannot assume that you love God. 
somebody must teach you. So today, for just a few minutes, I want to teach you another way of loving God. If you go to my podcast, you'll find a series of messages I have preached from this book. If you love the Lord. I will encourage you to listen because it is far better to learn how to love the Lord than to learn how to love anything else. Because if you love the Lord, that love for God itself will help you to love other things properly. Today, for just a few minutes, I'm teaching you yet another way of loving God. Can I? I should close. And so today's title is If you love the Lord, keep only one master. If you love the Lord, keep only one master. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 24. The Bible says, Wherefore, show ye to them, and before the churches, the proof. Of your love and of our boasting on your behalf. Can we read it in the New Living Translation? It's also another shade of meaning we can get. So, show them your love and prove to all the churches that our boasting about you is justified. Show them your love. So, your, your love can be demonstrated. You can show your love. Now, one of the ways to show your love for God is to demonstrate that He alone is your master. In Luke chapter 16, verse number 13, you see a scripture. I have made a couple of comments about in the, in the past few weeks. That no servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot 
serve God and mammon. And, 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 and if you remember, I, I told you that this language is false. You remember I, I mentioned that it is not true that no servant can serve two masters. It's not true. And the reason why it's not true is that those who translated in the King James Version were trying very hard to stay away from a certain word that was politically incorrect. So they wove their way around it and smuggled in a word which is not appropriate. Because the truth is that you can serve two masters. You can serve Mr. Ose and serve Mr. Dunyo. You wash Mr. Ose's things and you care for Mr. Dunyo's baby. I worked in the hospital as a civil servant. I was serving the country. But in the night, I would go to another hospital. I used to do a certain type of work. I remember that in a week, I would go to about four different places to do that same work. (laughs) Four different places. So I had four masters. Yeah, because you can... It's not true that no servant can serve two masters. The, the word there, the word there is doulos, which is slave. When you introduce the word slave, it makes sense now. That no slave, nobody can be a slave to two masters. You can't be a slave to two masters. By the very nature of what you are, you owe your allegiance to the one who bought you. And Jesus, Paul said, you have been bought with a price. You've been bought with a price. Ladies and gentlemen, the type of Christianity where we sit in churches, sing hymns, sing songs, give offerings, but we are actually serving two masters is not in keeping with God's plan for your life. Listen to me very, very carefully because I'm not intending to speak for too long. No man can be a slave to two masters. That is why m- many Christians, if not most Christians, are not slaves of God. Because we have tried to introduce other masters. Now, once you introduce another master as a slave to your original master, your allegiance becomes very, very unstable. In fact, in many instances, if you were caught, you were killed. You were killed. Because only one person can buy you. So how you can owe your allegiance to another person is a mystery. Ladies and gentlemen, today, I want to teach you 
You see, because if the Bible says that no servant can serve two masters, it means that you can attempt to serve two masters. That's that's really the, the case. Many of you are attempting to add something else to your master Jesus. Now, if you love the Lord, you will not add another master to master Jesus. He will be your only love. In fact, that is how the, 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 um, the man who asked that question in Matthew 22, the answer he got was that, thou shalt love the Lord with some of your hearts. Most of your mind. How will you love God? Oh! So, so on a normal day, you should not have any reserves to love anything else. You can only relate with things. But love should be impossible. Should be impossible. So that is why even a lot of what we call love is really not love. If we, if we measure it against the First Corinthians 13, you see that you are falling after just two verses. So today, listen to what our father says. Jesus was quite clear about this. You cannot love two masters. Jesus did not leave any gray areas. You cannot love two masters. You cannot love two masters. There are many potential masters. There are many potential masters. There are many challenges for God's love. It is not easy to know what is in your heart. Are you listening to me? It is not easy to know what is in your heart. It is important to be aware of the possible challenges of your love for God. This morning, I want to start to talk about the things that want to challenge God in your life. Challenges. Say challenges. Say challenges. I said say challenges. You see, when somebody sits on a throne, the person must know how to sit on the throne. Because nobody sits on a throne uncontested. When God was on his throne, in Ezekiel 14, Lucifer said, I will ascend. I'm coming up there to remove you from that seat. I will topple you. You will no longer be the God people serve. I will be the God people serve. You hear of presidents of countries. They are voted into power. But a lance corporal removes them. A what? A lance corporal. Legitimate authorities. Are removed. Last week, there was almost a coup in Germany. 
Big, big people with arms were going to remove the chancellor. Germany, not Ghana. Germany. You'll be here, you say, BBC, there's a coup in Germany. They were arrested from different parts of the country with arms. Nobody sits on the throne uncontested. Three, four, is it two years? My sense of time is not very good. There was a coup in America. Nobody is allowed. When, see, there are people who will not let you have your peace of mind. They stormed the Capitol building with arms. They went as close as they could get. I'm talking about America, not Zambia. Ladies and gentlemen, if God is on your throne, I'm announcing this morning that there are contenders for the throne. You will be surprised to wake up one morning and discover that God has been dethroned. I was at a wedding yesterday and somebody came to read the first scripture reading. And just humorously, he said, before I read the verse today, I want to announce that the king of all bachelors has finally been dethroned. And we all laughed. But I took a lesson from it. Yes, that whatever chair you are sitting on, the possibility that you can be removed is very great. One husband was surprised when he knocked on his own door at house he had rented or built. I don't remember. And his wife opened the door and would not allow him to enter the house because a court had placed an injunction on him from entering the house. And he saw as he looked behind his wife that another man was sitting in his chair with his remote control changing the DSTV channels. Whatever chair you are sitting on, be very careful. And God, there are so many of you here, God has been dethroned. He's no more in charge. He's been taken off. Many of you are sitting here without God. Ah, when the man, Samuel, went to the house of Jesse and called uh, David and poured oil on him and made him king. The day he was doing that, Saul was sitting on the, he was in the palace there. Some of you, the chair you are sitting on, you are, you, there is a de facto king. 
whilst you are thinking that God is in charge of your life, today I'm beginning to preach about the challenges of God. Other possible masters you can have. So when that master is coming, you'll be quick. Hey, my pastor mentioned you as one of them. He didn't mention this one. He didn't mention this. But he said you are the one. You are a potential challenger. Today I'm preaching about the challenges of God. As a master on the throne of your heart. Number one, if you love the Lord, you will not love evil. You cannot love two masters. In John chapter 3, verse 19, you will see, verse 19, John 3, verse 19, look at it. This is the commandment. This is a condemnation, sorry. This is a condemnation. That light is come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil that's the only thing that will let someone not love light. Deeds is doings. The things he does. Verse 20. Now, for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. And neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds be reproved. But he that doeth truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest. That they are wrought in God. I want you as a Christian. Today. The information being passed on to you is that. Evil. If you allow it. To seep into your life. It will dethrone God. Now, now, I'm telling you because the Bible says we must judge ourselves. You see, you must have the ability. This morning I was at home talking to my wife and I, I was judging myself to her, telling her this, this, and how I feel, and this, that. And I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was looking at myself in the light of Scripture. And I will advise you have the ability to judge yourself. Judge yourself. 
Now, one of the ways you can judge yourself is to watch your response to light. And sources of light. Like the church is a source of light. My pastor is a source of light to me. Your reverend is a source of light to you. The word of God is a source of light to you. Now, one of the things you must notice about yourself is that whenever evil begins to enter your heart, you cease to go near light. I'm not saying that judge it in somebody's life. Look at yourself, your own life. As a pastor, I have seen it as, 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 as a constant thing that anybody, anybody whose love for light weakens is practicing evil somewhere. It's an unfailing thing. Watch out for yourself. This is Bishop Edwin Ago preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. That is why some of you, you can know that you are a practitioner of evil. That is why you can't come to church yourself. It's difficult to come to church yourself. Somebody must put you on a bus and bring you to church. And when you come and sit in the church, even the way you are sitting, the way you are looking, your attitude, your disposition shows that you are not interested. Your response to light. I'm talking about the challenges of God. You see, you would have thought that if somebody has God in his life and evil enters, I would have thought that God's power and God's good and God's light would would overcome the evil and neutralize the evil but that is not the teaching of the bible he says that evil communication corrupts so your responsibility is to stay away from evil I'm telling you 
you will never go wrong. The day you find me having a funny attitude towards church, and I mean me, you cannot go wrong in assuming that there's an evil in my life. An evil has entered my heart. You, you, you can't go wrong. 100% correlation. You see a brother in the church that he doesn't come, he's not coming. Fuck funny. When you go, 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 go. You see that something is there's something happening there. Something is happening there. Ah, so that's the reason. Sometimes it's a girl you've brought into your life. A sin. Look, let me tell you, sin will never make it easy for you to approach the light of God. So one of the ways, those of you, those of you who are thinking of how to backslide, I'm giving you a way to backslide. Just go and practice sin. That's all. It will take you away. Find something nonsense to do. That's all. Easy. You fall off like a leaf. Look carefully at your friend. As we are dancing, we are there. Suddenly, he's going to, he's not coming around. He doesn't come. He's not for, he, in for rehearsal. He misses a church service. We can't find him. When you go deep, deep, you find out that there's something going on. And evil has dethroned. There's a coup. There's a coup. Many of you have had coups in your hearts. I was in a meeting yesterday. I traveled far and had a meeting here with a, with a pastor yesterday. I was surrounded by bishops. And as I looked at the person I was interacting with, sitting on a chair, looking very angry, looking. And I said, Wow. I said, James. I can't recognize you. Is that you? Are you the one three years ago I sent to go and pastor this church? I said, Pastor Albert has come. Tell him what you were telling us. Oh, I should have seen him with me at the car park here three years ago. You should see him. He doesn't even know how to speak. It's like somebody who has got Down syndrome. Somebody with brain death. Incapable of talking. Quiet and very timid. But you see, now, and they showed me his friend, and I concluded that something has sent an evil as a. When I say an evil, I'm not talking about adultery and fornication only. Sometimes a polluted person being your friend and polluting your heart changes you and unseats God from your heart. Yes, you can really go home. Agbena. 
I see it in the church I'm preaching to. A lot of people who are in glass cages, you can see him, but you can never touch him. Evil. Evil. Hey. As I was judging myself, I told my wife, I know my problem. And I'm telling you that I will never allow it. I know what I'm dealing with. I'll never allow it. Because if I don't fight it, there will be a coup. There will be a coup. As we go around, there are opportunities to offend you. Your wife has offended you. Your pastor has said something. Your husband has done this. Your sister has done this. Your best friend has done this. If you are not careful to protect your heart, the evil of offense and pain and hurt can enter and dethrone legitimate relationships. So some of you sitting here, you are wearing a ring but you don't have a husband. You are wearing a ring but you don't have a wife. Another woman with bigger buttocks has dethroned your wife from the heart. This is just a fuss. Watch out! Watch out! I'm talking about the challenges of God. Evil is a challenger of God because the source of evil, Satan, Challenge God. You play the fool. Play around with that lesbian. Play around. All that will be left of you. If it is God's mercy. It's your body sitting in a pew. For the rest of your life. But your heart. Your mind. Your soul. Are lost. you love me and I am important to you never be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't love me I'm telling you he will unseat me from your heart and the same if I love you I told the brother I said before you came here this person was here I want to tell you that you're fooling you are the one removing yourself. But this person is here permanently. So just arrange yourself. Arrange yourself. I don't think I'm preaching to the right congregation because the, the silence doesn't allow me. Sir, 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 sir. Be careful. Don't, don't play with pornography. Don't play. I told a young man, I said, never sit in a room and be texting a girl back and forth more than five messages. Stop it! There is a conspiracy to remove God from your heart, from your life. And the main ingredient of that conspiracy is evil. Evil. In all the forms. Including the evil of the words of a person who hates God.
Never think that when somebody brings up an, an accusation to you about somebody you have loved, it doesn't look. There are three types of accusations. The first type of accusation is the accusation that is totally false. Totally false. Number two is the accusation that is partly true and partly false. And number three is the accusation that is whole 100% true. Yes. But the fact that it is true does not mean you must sit down to listen to those words because the, see, an accusation is an accusation not because of its veracity, not because of its substance, but the intention, the intent, what the person intends to do. Because otherwise then, the one who has no sin should cast his stone first. If you don't have a sin, cast your soul. It's amazing that the people who sit in judgment, when you go into their lives, they are practitioners of worse crimes. So the problem is not what you are doing. It is what you intend to achieve with what you are saying. Be careful of evil. A lot of the things that were said about Jesus were true. Were true. Yes, he said he, he would destroy the temple and build it after three days. He said it. And so what? It's not that. It's not what you intend to achieve with what you are saying. It's what makes you an evil person. I'm saying that. I, I was told before the service, a copy gave me a list of 58 people who love God and don't want to break away from God. Now, if you are one of the 58, I want to tell you that don't flex with evil don't think your secret relationship with that girl will never come out or how you are fooling with that boy with that married man with that life some of you sitting here we you, you, you have already placed a bet on argentina and france as you are here there is a bet already you see what you don't know is that you are weakening the rule of god in your heart If there's any prayer you must pray pray that you will know number one just know what is evil because some people do not know what is evil and all our lives we are being seduced one day the Lord told me you are being seduced I looked around me and said, which of the girls? That's one. The, this one? Oh, no, this one. He said, no, there's no girl. And he gave me three names. He said, they are said, can't you see that you are changing? Evil in any form can unseat God. That's why one of the things you must be very good at 
apart from one plus one equals two, is forgiving people who offend you. It must be like diarrhea, diarrhea. As I say, it's a lot diarrhea. Diarrhea, diarrhea. Yeah. This is, I tend to look at I say, who is the one offending me? Why can I find who will, ah, when I find it, I say, I've forgiven you. Because that offense, if you leave it, it grows and takes roots. The Bible calls it the root of bitterness. And many be defiled. Today, I have begun to talk to you about the challenges of God. And the first challenger is evil. May God give you a revelation of what is evil. The next challenger if you love the Lord you will not love strife and I'm ending with this one there are eight of them eight potential challenges of God today we are doing two and I'm just five minutes away so you can sit up strife if you love God anybody who loves God if you really love God be sensitive to strife. Proverbs 17 verse 19 He loveth transgression that loveth And he that exalted his gate seeketh, you are looking for destruction. You are looking for something that destroys your faith. This morning, I want you to look up, please. I know you are typing something, but if you can look up, I want to tell you, try. I want to tell you. And, and I'm not telling you, I'm telling us. You and I and us. Let us. Let us, brother keyboard, let us try. Not to have anybody in our lives we are quarreling with. If you are looking at me and there is somebody you are striving with, I'm explaining to you that you are engaged in an activity that will unseat God from your heart. Because strife and transgression are bad mates. What a transgression will do, that is crossing a line, will do. Strife will do. Those of you who love quarreling, it's my responsibility to inform you. To inform you.
Your love for strife is proof that you do not love the Lord. Watch out for those who are quarreling. Watch out for those who strive with you. Watch out for those who enjoy debating and arguing endlessly. Watch out for those who never have peace in their lives. Watch out for those who cannot live peaceably with others. Their love for strife is evidence that they do not love the Lord. When you find somebody unhappy with you, take steps to correct it. Take steps. And you cannot be too big. Too big. Don't be too big to kneel down. Don't be too big to kneel down. And don't be too big to feel that you are right and the person is wrong. If it's something like an iPad that you can buy for the person to appease him, buy the iPad. Buy it. The Bible says as much as lies in you. If it's not an iPad and something you can't buy and you can't do, say sorry. Say sorry. Say sorry. Never dismiss somebody's opinion that I'm hurt by what you have done. Say sorry. Say, don't be too sure that you are right. Why? Why? Say sorry because you are a fool. Or say sorry because you are wrong. No. Say sorry because that may be the only thing you can do to calm the heart of the person. So there's no strife. was traveling God has sent him and he called his nephew to go with him and that is a story of life many times people don't know why they prosper I'll tell you why you prosper you are prospering because of your connection to a human being not just God you may not know that you are surrounded by agents of God you may not know who is an agent of God in your life and because Lot came along, he also became so rich that his, his wealth was described akin to the wealth of Abraham. In one verse. That, that when you mentioned Abraham, normally like you, your wealth. When we mentioned um, Elon Musk or uh, Zuckerberg's money, we must wait for six months before Six months of mentioning names uh, every day for six months before they come and mention your name. (laughs) But not Lot. When you mentioned Abraham, the next name was Lot. And a a time came. And there are people like that I've seen who don't remember how they even got to know. It's it's like you you can introduce your beloved to your bishop and through your bishop he becomes prosperous once he finds the bishop he leaves you 
is is the sign of the like the the most the the most powerful sign of unintelligence to disconnect yourself from someone through whom you have been blessed only to connect yourself to someone through I can't find the English words somebody you would never have met if you had not followed this person wow Abraham noticed that Lot had become mad he could stand you know how we know there's no mention that Lot and Abraham quarreled. But there's mention that the servants of Lot were quarreling with the servants of Abraham. That's how we know that Lot was quarreling with Abraham because if there's no way a servant of mine will quarrel with somebody he shouldn't quarrel with because once it comes, I mean, and it became an issue that there was a meeting between Abraham and Lot. And so Lot did not back down. And Abraham said, you know something? You know something? It's okay. Choose. I won't even choose for you. You or yourself. Just look around. This is yellow. This is green. This is brown. This is white. Choose. Choose. Just choose. If Lot was a correct person, that said, you are my father. father. I will never choose. We we will stand here for 100 years. We will be here. Me to choose. Want a curse to come? As soon as he said choose, he chose. And when he chose here, Lot chose here. And the reason Abraham chose here, the reason Abraham gave was that so that there is no strife. There's no strife. Sometimes, to have good relationships with people, you must be prepared to seed some privileges. Give. We, we, we can have any whatever. Whether it's concessions, whatever. have this, have this, have this. You can see. Sometimes you can never live with peace or at peace with someone when you don't give some concessions. When you don't give, you must lose something to have peace. Sometimes it's your pride. It's your dignity. It's your, it's your honor. You, it's very important that you lose something. Including money. What am I saying? Don't sit here. Look at her pretty face. Look at her. Can you see her? Pretty girl. Pretty girl. That any man would marry. But you will never know the issues in her heart. As she's sitting there like a golden girl on a golden stool. You will never know. You will never know the people she doesn't talk to. Her auntie, she doesn't talk to. How sharp the tongue. When she, when she releases one word. Today, I'm talking about the cool makers in your heart. 
and I've mentioned two. One cool maker is evil, and the second cool maker is just quarreler. You and I are not talking. It will never happen if we, if we, look, sir, I'm telling you, if you and I, and I mean you and I, end up never talking, it will be because you didn't want to talk to me, not me. That one I can assure you. And I want it to be your paradigm as well. Your paradigm. Your paradigm. That it can happen. It can happen that I'm not talking to some. It's very possible. But I have sworn that it will never be that I'm the one. Some of you, people beg you. They kneel down. They say sorry. They say forgive me. Because at that moment, you are the one with power. But what you don't know is that yesterday in the night, around 12 midnight, I saw a lady driving a car, leaving the church. As soon as I saw her, I asked, who is this person? When they mentioned her, I shook my hand. I said, the last truly shall become first. There's always a day. Watch me. Watch me. Look at me. If I can see my finger where I'm pointing at. There's always a day you will be the one with the power. But I don't know why they are clapping. That power in your hand, that power will not be forever. A day will come. That power will be taken from your hand. I'm not talking about the power to be a husband. The power to be the owner of the four-wheel drive. The power to be the owner of that child. The power to be the wife of that. No, I'm talking about the power to forgive. The power to forgive. The power to let somebody go. Everybody, a day will come. You will be the one holding the power as somebody is kneeling down and is begging you. Say, no! But I'm telling you, sometimes it is a a month. Sometimes it's three months. Sometimes it's two years. Sometimes it's seven years. But even the Bible talks about a man who was begging for mercy and got mercy. And would not give somebody the mercy he had experienced, was experiencing. Yes. It would not be three minutes. He found himself begging. Today, if anybody begs you, to forgive him and forgive her. Let it go. Let it go. Why? Why? Because we are fool. No. Because you are wrong. No. Why? Because not letting the issue go may be the coup that will remove God from your heart. Quarreling will do to your life what sin will also do. Rise to your feet and let's close. Can you lift your two hands? And pray. Just pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray any prayer you want to pray. Strength to resist evil. 
Fight evil. Fend offenses. They will unseat God. Makatunama. Hey, Maniko Kabahata. Ranias Kabahata. Andia Masandala Bata Mande. Amamanduan Nahasaya. Eyamandai Satamaho. Ena Masandai Balayala. Ena Mayantaya. Andaya Yamanda Satande. Lift your hands up. Tell the Lord that you will not have another master. Oh, I will not have another master. You are my only God. Yes, yes. You are my only master. You are my only master. Yes, my only master. My only master. My only master. Oh God, Leka shada dosh, makasatini mona. Zegeda dosh, pakada dosh. Oh Jesus! I want to make an announcement as our eyes are closed. The announcement is that expect your son to wound you. I'm talking to somebody here. Expect your daughter to offend you. Expect your husband Expect your mother Anybody standing here Who does not expect an offense From the person on your left or your right Or in front of you or behind you That person you are not ready to be in the church Today we are lifting up our hands and we are receiving immunization. Oh yes, I receive, I receive, I receive. I so receive. that the sister standing by you will not be the one to remove God from your heart. I receive. It is the person you love most. In fact, offense happens because you opened your heart. And in our relationships, we must open our hearts. That's why it's not everybody who can offend you. Certain specific people, my own familiar friend, we ate together. We went to the house of the Lord together. He is the one who has lifted his heel. A thousand people can have no impact on you. But one person, lift your hands and pray. And ask that the Lord will 
Protect your heart. Protect my heart, oh God. Protect my heart. I gave my heart to my husband. He has broken my heart. Oh, Protect my heart, oh God. I gave my heart to the church. They broke my heart. Yes. I gave my heart to my pastor. He broke my heart. Learn to forgive. Yes. Why? Because it is not about the person, it's about you. You stand the risk of destroying your life with that disfiguring emotion called hurts and offenses and strife. Oh God, protect my heart. Protect my heart. Protect my heart. My husband. Protect my heart. My wife. My daughter. My son. Pray. Protect my heart, oh God. Lord, I must survive. Oh, I must survive. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I must remain in this church till I die. Yes, 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 yes. I must remain in this church. Father, help me to remain in this church. I will never allow a lady pastor to remove me from this church. Help me, Lord, to remain. in this church somebody is coming from the chair the chair God is sitting on somebody is coming for it pray Oh God, Masalaba, help me to remain, help me, Lord. My wife, my sister, my best friend, my son, my son, my son, my son, my God, help me. Yes, Lord. Can you lift your hands? I'm praying for you now. Yes, Lord. Yes, for Lord. healing of your heart. That the pain receives a healing now. Anybody with a festering wound of the soul, a festering wound of the mind, I now declare healing now. Receive healing now. Receive healing now. In Jesus' name. To let your daughter go. Let her go. Yes. Let her go. Let her go. Take your communion. Yes. Everybody take your communion. If you don't have your communion, it's okay. Let, pray with us. Take your bread quickly. No movement. No movement. Let your bread. There's healing now. This is not the time we take communion. But I sense in the spirit yes. that this is the time. Yes, Lord. Because somebody is about to be healed. 
Somebody from this church service, you are going straight to look for somebody and correct a relationship. Yes. When you are returning from the person's house and you are still not talking, then it's it's not because you didn't make the effort. The night before Jesus was betrayed, and the word, the new word is betrayed. He took bread and he said, This is my body. You should be able to give your body to somebody who betrays you. Yes. Another chance. Another chance. Change my heart. Oh This is the body. This is the body. It was broken. It was broken. So that my broken heart. So that my broken heart could be healed. Could be healed. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. For my healing. For my healing. Say, this is my hope. This is my hope. All my hope. All my hope. Is in Jesus. Is in Jesus. Lord. Lord. As I eat this. As I eat this. Grant me. 
grant me the power, the power to forgive, to forgive, to let go, to let go the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. morning I made a very big assumption I hope I'm right that God means a lot to you that's the assumption I made that God means a lot to you so I preached a message that will let you be aware of the cool makers who want to remove God from your life and if God truly means a lot to you then you want to lift up the cup because his son's blood was shed power to wash the power to remove bitterness the power to remove pain yes the power to say it's okay so that your own health will blossom the power to say i forgive my husband yes i forgive my wife oh yes the power the power the power the power the power to forgive your mother yes to forgive to to forgive your father yes Lord. because fathers can hurt yes mothers can hurt oh yes i'm not surprised the bible says fathers provoke not your son provoke provoke not your children and anybody here who has suffered the pain from a father the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Say it washes my heart. It washes my heart. It washes my pain. It washes my pain. So I'm renewed. I'm renewed. I am new. I am new. I'm new. I'm new. I'm going back. I'm going back. Renewed. Renewed. Refresh. Refresh. Restore. Restore. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink it. Now lift your hands. Receive healing. I receive. I receive. You will not believe it that you will wake up tomorrow morning and your pain towards that girl oh, is gone. Amen. I receive. I receive. Yes. That's a miracle you are experiencing yes, now. If you will lift it. your hands. Whoever is striving hey, with you. I now give you the upper hand. Yes. Ha. Not the upper hand to strive, but the upper hand to let go. To let go. Yes. To let go. I receive. To let go. Yes. Yes. To let go. Yes. For my own sake. Hey. Receive healing. I receive it. Receive healing. I receive it. Receive healing. I receive it. I receive. Yes. And now address the seducers. Anyone seducing you. Emotional seduction, spiritual seduction. I feel that somebody right now, a knife is going through your heart. That's a surgery being done right now. Receive your healing. I receive it. I receive my healing. Yes, Jesus. 
And I pray for somebody here. If you can lift your hand. Yes, Lord. You are receiving a healing now. I receive it. Anybody. My God. Anybody. My God. Laboring. Yeah. Being harassed. By delusions. By deception. Any spirit. Deceiving you. Yeah. And leading you. Jesus. Into bitterness. Receive healing. Receive Jesus. Receive healing. Yes. Be healed. Yes. Be healed. Yes, Lord. Go back and love that man again. Ah, my God, my God, my God. Yes, yes. yes. I, I, I see hey. black birds leaving hey. some hearts. I see birds. Hey. They are flying off. Ah. I said they are flying Deliverance. off. Deliverance. I hear liberty. Hey, liberty. I hear liberty. Hey. Clap your hands, everybody. I hear liberty. I hear liberty. I hear liberty. I hear liberty. My final prayer for you, yes, Lord, is that you will be impenetrable. Oh, you will be impenetrable. I now block, yes, Lord, every home, Jesus, every avenue, every access, yes, yes, yes. any door, pain has used, offense has used, any door, sometimes it's your own melancholy, your own melancholy that speaks to you. Whatever it is, I block that door. Jesus' name. I block that door. Yes, Lord. I block that door. Yes, Lord. I declare you free. Yes, yes, yes. Free to love again. Free to be happy again. Free to be happy. Free to be healed again. Free. Free. Yes. Clap your hands for Jesus now. Thank you, Jesus. I am free. I am free. Let the shadow Every eye closed and every head bowed. First of all, if you are here and today is your second time, your third time, or your fourth time of coming to church in this building, I want to secure you. I want to secure you. I want to build a fence around you. If you are here today and today is your second time, your third time of being here, you are in a spiritual state now. I want to, I want to work on you. Please come to the front. Hallelujah. If you, today is your third time, your second time, apart from those who came, the new believers, you are in the congregation, the main house. Come now. I'm working it backwards. Keep coming. 
Learn it today. Receive it today. The ability to be committed to something. Yes. Not to be non-committed. Not to be half-hearted. Not to be weak. Not to just hang loosely. But to be firm. Receive it now. Yes, Lord. May this be your home. Yes. May this be the ground you eat from. In Jesus' name. May this be the place you grow. Amen. May this be the place you experience the love of God. Amen. In Jesus' name. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. You see our pastor in the yellow dress. She's waving. You can see her waving. Kindly, with all due respect, please go with her. She will talk to you. Please close your eyes. If you are here today, somebody invited you to church and you are not born again. You don't know Jesus as your personal Savior and your Lord. He's not the ruler of your life. If you are here, what do you say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to be born again. I want to be born again. Just lift your hand. I'm going to pray with you now. Yes, lift it. To receive Jesus. Lift it high. I can't see it well. Lift it above your head. Pastor, I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and as my personal Savior. Lift your hand high. I can see now. I see. I can see now. I can see. Lift it high. Lift it high. If your hand is lifted up, wherever you are, I want you to come to me now. Come. Yes, my dear. Very good. Come. God bless you. Come. 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 Say heavenly father. Heavenly father. Everyone say heavenly father. Heavenly father. I come to you. I come to you. To receive you. To receive you. As my master. As my master. Today. Today. I realize. I realize. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. 
a sinner. A sinner. I have sinned. I have sinned. I've done many bad things. Done many bad things. There's evil in my life. Evil in oh my God. Life. Oh God. I call on you today. I call on you today. Send your son. Send your son. Send your son. Send your son. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. To wash me. To wash me. To cleanse me. To cleanse me. To purge me. To purge me. I want to be new. I want to be new. Today. Today. I humble myself. I humble myself. And I come to you. And I come to you. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. And forgive me. And forgive me. I'm now your child. I'm now your child. I am born again. I am born again. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to serve you. And do your will. And do your will. I am born again. I am born again. Say, I am born again. I am born again. I've started it today. I've started it it's, today. A new life. it's a new life. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Oh, yes. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For my great salvation. For my great salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm so happy you came. Today's your first time. Wow. Will you enjoy the service? Will you come again? You come again. Beautiful. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University or UB Accra this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and on your favourite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.